Welcome to Kingdom Talks, where we engage leaders, teachers, creative artists, and everyday people in conversations that awaken listeners to new revelations of the Kingdom Age. All of our courses, community conversations, partnership links, and much more can be found on our website, kingdomtalksmedia.com. Now, enjoy the show. Welcome, everybody, to Kingdom Talks. I have John Tussie back on board with us. Uh, John, it's such a pleasure to have you joining us again. And uh, why don't you uh, go ahead and catch us up a little bit on what's going on, because I know you've got a new CD out. Um, go ahead and jump in. What, what do we got going today? Well, Gil, thanks for having me back. It's always good to be on Kingdom Talks. And I bid you... And Adina and everyone, a very warm aloha from the beautiful <laughs> island of Oahu, Hawaii. We got to get over there um, sometime. <laughs> yes, you should come. You would just love it. Yeah. And uh, I could uh, show you some really neat places. Wonderful. But um, yeah, I've, uh, I've been really busy. Uh, last month, I released my 25th album, which I feel is a milestone. And uh, I'll be sharing more about that. It's called Frequencies of Abundance, Deep Resonance. So another thing, uh, I just finished doing a conference on the Big Island in probably, if not the most historic churches, one of the most historic churches in the entire state. Wow. There was a huge revival in the 1830s in the state of Hawaii. Hmm. And a pastor named Titus Cohen pastored this revival. There were 10,000 people that got saved. Uh, it, it is believed that at that time in the world, that the church in Hilo, Hawaii, was the largest one in the world. Wow. Uh, it, was, it, was, you know, it was a true revival with repentance and crying out to God. and Just, you know, amazing. So this church that I ministered in was built in 1859, and I believe it was built by this man, Titus Cohen, who wow. pastored the revival that occurred in the 1830s. So it's, you know, it's a very historic area. The, you know, the seeds of revival have soaked into that ground in that area where the church is, and then another church down the street from there and, and down to the, uh, the, wow. uh, oceanfront area because they had five locations when that revival uh, took place wow and uh just to be there in that building and you know i love old buildings and the architecture is is not real fancy but it's beautiful and, and uh you know i i played a piano the the grand piano the steinway made out of uh, made with coal wood i think was 1872 it does need some really? work admittedly but uh you know it, it, wow. it still sounds good yeah wow huh. so you know just ministering in that place you know just thinking about the history and just taking it all in it was very very special and, you know i worked with uh, some pastors there a couple of churches came together and the the unity in the body mm. really blessed me so much and so and the people there the, mm -hmm. go ahead go ahead there are people there that are very well aware that God is about to bust loose and do something big in Hilo. I mean, that's where it started. You know, you, you just when you, think of, uh -huh, when you think of Hilo, 
you know, Hilo is a town that will never be like Waikiki or Kona on the west side of the Big Island because, number one, it rains a lot. Hmm. Number two, they don't have a lot of hotels. Number three, the powers that be in Hilo do not want it to become another Waikiki. It's actually a college town, but you, can, you can't tell it's a college town. Hmm. The powers that be don't want it to look like or feel like or become a bustling college town. Yeah. It's an old, it's a beautiful, old, laid back Hawaiian town, and we love it just the way it is. <laughs> but God That's... is about to bust loose, and it's, you know, and the people there know. Uh, I, you know, I brought forth a prophetic word about it, and it resonated very, very well with, with folks there. So uh, I am going to be moving back to the Big Island. I lived there more than 23 years ago. Greatly looking forward to moving back and being a part of what God's going to do there. And of course, continuing to travel to do, uh, you know, what, uh, what I've been given to do in, in the realm of teaching and releasing the sounds of heaven into the earth. Love that. Love that. Well, and, and I know that you're, you're big on the frequencies and I know that we have a lot of listeners that are really interested in the frequencies and how they work and and i apologize i know you send us that cd and we're one of those families that we don't have a cd player anywhere in our house oh you're, <laughs> so, you're not alone <laughs> so you know i've got it sitting there on the table and it's like i look at it every day and i'm, I'm hoping that the frequencies will just jump off and <laughs> come in and, and change me but uh, anyway, uh, thank you so much for sending that. I really appreciate it. And I know that we will get to listen to it uh, eventually. We're, we keep talking about just, you know, we got to drive over to Walmart or someplace and just get a little cheap CD player so we have one because uh, not everybody has switched yet. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, now, John, I, before we get too far in, because I know we got some listeners that are, that are going to be listening, and I want to just jump in on the fact that we've got a conference coming up with you and Helena Cavan, um, who's going to be coming from the UK, and uh, you keep you used the word a couple times. You know that there's going to be revival busting out in uh, in uh, what's the name of the city again? Hilo. Hilo. Yeah. Hilo, Hawaii. It's, Hilo, it's Hawaii. on the east coast of the Big Island. Yeah. Okay. Well, you keep using that language, you know, busting out, and um, it was funny because we were trying to figure out what we were going to call this conference that's coming up because it's uh, you know the lie busters along with your frequencies. And I was talking about, you know, naming it, busting out some frequencies, and my wife just wouldn't go for it. So <laughs> instead we <laughs> named it something else. Um, let, me, let me just put that up for people real quick so they can see this conference and, uh, and join us in it because we have got a, I'm just gonna switch over here. Now you're not gonna be able to see this, John, but our listeners are looking at it right now. This is our website, and if you just come onto our website and you go right here to Upcoming Events, click that big button there, and it's going to take you here, and this is the conference that we're talking about, Frequencies of Freedom, and you can sign up right here and get your seats, and I encourage you to do that soon, because uh, that actually is coming up pretty quickly, uh, April 25th, or excuse me, April 23rd through 25th, so that's a, a Thursday through a Saturday, so... Please uh, encourage you again, go ahead and get your tickets for that. And we look forward to having seen all of you there. And uh, John's going to be sharing with us. Selena's going to be sharing. Adina and I are going to be sharing a little bit. But it really is so important to understand the frequencies. And so, John, I don't know if you'd be willing to kind of tell us a little bit about what went into your last album. 
uh, with the frequencies sure. of abundance? Because that's one that I'm sure a lot of people would be curious to understand. Yes. You know, I have something really cool to share with you. This is my second Frequencies of Abundance okay. CD. This is Frequencies of Abundance 2. Love the cover. Deep Resonance. Yeah, and that great. artwork was done by my friend Brenda Craig. C-R-A-I-G, Brenda Craig. She's an amazing prophetic artist, and her work is stunning. So she donated the use of that painting for the cover. Didn't wow. charge me a penny. And wow, as a wow. Jewish businessman, I appreciate that. Yes. So, <laughs> uh, just a little humor there. Um, this, my first Frequencies of Abundance CD, uh, I had um, some pretty amazing information come to me. I have friends that live about five minutes away that went on two cruises with Kat Kerr. And Kat, on the second cruise that they went on, publicly stated that the Lord told her to listen to frequencies of abundance every day, hmm. which I was amazed, but then I thought about it. These 11 frequencies, which are oxygen, carbon, hydrogen, nitrogen, calcium, phosphorus, sulfur, chlorine, potassium, sodium, and magnesium, those 11 uh, elements of the periodic table make up 99.45% of our bodies. Wow. Wow. The other 0.55% are trace elements like zinc, selenium, iron, uh, things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's, well, there's a number of them. There's, there's more than 20. Okay. So, uh, silver is also uh, a trace element in the brain. And I did a CD called Frequencies of Silver and Gold. And one of my friends in Texas had uh, a notable experience with the gold frequency. And she believes, I just wish I had that information in front of me, which I do not have. But she believes it's a very significant element frequency. So this CD is my 25th. And I feel it's a... You know, it's a milestone. It's a new chapter. It's a new. It's the beginning of a new era. Mm -hmm. And I used sounds on this one that I had never used before. Hmm. I used uh, sound of uh, Tibetan bowls. I don't have the bowls, but the sound is in my software synthesizer. Yeah. So yeah. without having the physical bowls, I can still. Uh, use those sounds. Hmm. So I felt it was it was okay to do that, and I, I did that. And then, I mean, I wow, I, I don't know how many new sounds I put in this one. It's uh, some of the the entrances of the of the songs sound like you're going into outer space. So <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Yeah. You're inspiring me. Uh, I, I think when I leave here, uh, the studio, I'm going to run by Walmart and get a, a CD player so we can get that going because I've got a good sound system I can put it through. I know that. Um, oh, I'd love to good. hear that. Yeah. We, you know, we do I a lot believe you really enjoy it. Yeah. The Lord, sure gave me, the Lord gave me a revelation regarding this music that I have never had. Now, I've been releasing music. I've been releasing CDs this July will be 24 years. 
But for the first time, and I love the suddenlies that God does, the suddenly revelations, the, the suddenly wows, you know. Yeah. They're just so refreshing and so life-changing. So what came to me was that there are spiritual messages in this music, spiritual messages that our spirits will pick up. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I don't know that I can fully unpack that right now, but that's what came to me. And the, uh, just another uh, bit of info, uh, some maybe within the past two to three years, the Lord gave me a term for the music that I release that I could not find on the internet. So that's a good sign right there. Yeah, yeah. And the term, <laughs> so the term is impartation music. Hmm. And so what that means to me is this, it goes way beyond soaking music. It can be used for soaking. Yeah, yeah. That's fine, that's, that's great. But impartation music has no limitations in that the Lord can impart whatever he chooses to while the people are listening. Yeah. So there's no limitation. There's no categorization. It's this, it's that. It's impartation music, which is a wide open spectrum of being able to receive whatever God wants to do. And see, I love that. Yeah. Because I, you know, being what I do, I need to be able to minister and go into different streams, which I do. Yeah, yeah. You know, well, and, uh, and as you're saying that, you know, we, we, we constantly are talking and sharing about the intent behind whatever's being used, you know, Tibetan bowls or, you know, frequency sounds, tuning forks, whatever it might be, that the intent behind it is, is much more important. And, and what I kind of hear you saying, and, and I would just encourage the listeners that when they listen to what your music is doing, that they listen with an expectancy and not an expectation because that way that impartation and that spiritual message can do what it is meant to do because it's coming from you with that intent of love and abundance and that the people yes. could receive it with an expectancy and i you know too often i think we get this expectation of one thing or another and we miss what we were supposed to get or or we miss the bigger blessing because we're holding on to something that we want and that we think you know we should get Versus just knowing that our God is a loving God. He has our best in mind. And he is wanting to impart something to each of us. And he knows what we need. And if we allow him through an expectancy to do that, we'll get a whole lot more than if we approach it with an expectation of one thing that we think we should get. I don't know if that makes that any sense. That is so true. Yeah. It makes a lot of sense, Gil. And you know what you said about intent? I, yeah. To be truthful with you, I am learning more about that i'm learning more of how important that is that when the music is being recorded mm -hmm. the yeah. intent yeah. you know we can you know one of my uh one of my uh, former pastors said that you know we can speak basically prophesy into the dna of the music yes yeah <clears throat> yeah yeah and you know, when I record, it's spon usually spontaneous as it's being recorded. Push the record button and just begin to play. Just like receiving a prophetic word, 
Sometimes there are a few notes. Uh, maybe maybe there's uh, four measures, eight measures. Maybe not. Maybe there's nothing. But when you know you're you're supposed to bring forth a prophetic word, mm -hmm. you just step out in faith and begin to speak, and then right. it unfolds. It's yeah. like unzipping a zip file. And it yeah, and it's it, being when you when, when you click on it, it opens up. Yeah. So. You know, I'm just really thankful. Uh, uh, there's always, I can always sit down at the keyboard. There's always a flow that I can move into and begin to play. Yeah. It doesn't matter yeah. what time of day or night. It doesn't matter what day of the week. And, you know, I give God all the glory and praise for that. And truly, what it all boils down to is advancing his kingdom in the earth. You know? Uh, but, but again, coming back to intent. Yeah, that really is important. And like I said, I am learning more and more about that. And it's so, so vital and important. And I, and I you know, I'm not a musician. I mean, I've, I've played the trumpet for seven years and, and played some different instruments, but I'm not a musician. Uh, anybody who heard me play could tell you that. So anyway, but, but the idea that, you know, I could sense and just feel that as someone is playing, that they could connect with you know their love frequency of just allowing father to put into that with intent put into that message of music that's going out whatever is necessary so that when it connects with the person on the other end when they're listening to it that they would receive what the father intended for them to receive and yes. I, I think that's such a blessing to be able to do that uh, wish i could do that but but there's plenty of people like you that uh, have great talent and ability to do that, and I'm just glad that you're releasing it to the public. You know, I'm really thankful for what God's given to me, and uh, I feel very blessed and very privileged and honored, you know, to do what I do and, you know, to travel and share in various places and uh, to know that the music is literally going all over the world now in, in every uh, inhabited continent. Yeah. And uh, testimonies are continuing to come in. I'm just so grateful. The testimonies really make life rich, you know, to, to hear from people that, that share all kinds of different things that have happened. Yeah. Uh, years ago, one of my friends, one of my Facebook friends years ago, sent me an email <laughs> regarding having played some of uh, maybe two of my CDs to her garden. The next year, they had tomato plants. One of them, I think, was seven feet tall. Wow. And they had squash coming out of their ears, just an abundance of squash. So even the ground responds to these frequencies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I mean, here's my philosophy on the whole idea of frequencies is, you know, it says that God is love, God is light, and God is spirit. And for me, I kind of look at that as, you know, the old equations A plus B equals C and C plus B equals A and, and so on and so forth. So that, um, you know, when you look at, I look at the fact that, you know, Einstein said E equals MC squared. Um, and that is that matter is, all matter is energy. So yes. that, you know, I, actually I need to put a teaching together on this because it really is profound. But that everything has a spirit. You could call it a spirit. God being the utmost highest spirit that has created all other things and he's poured himself out into these other things. But when Jesus said that if we, you know, the children, if they didn't praise him, that the rocks would cry out, 
you know, that is yes. an indication that there's a spirit of energy and life even in the rocks. So uh, it's just a lower form of the spirit, of a spirit. Um, and so, you know, every form of every spirit has energy, or I should say everything that is matter has energy. And there's energy that we see that, you know, or that we can't see that is still energy. Light is energy. But, you know, having said all that, that, um, you know, we are, you know, putting off a frequency. All of us, everything is putting off a frequency. We can go into a land and we can, you know, do sacrifices to, you know, Moloch and, you know, all the evil things. And now we've changed the frequency of that land. And then later, you know, we come along and we begin to bless the land and we, you know, we repent and we, you know, we bring the blood of Jesus in. And now we've changed the frequency of that land again. And so what you're doing is you are putting out frequencies that are changing people's hearts and lives. It's just like when we go into the heavens, our frequencies begin to change and adapt to and adopt the frequencies of heaven. And you're bringing those down and putting them into the earth so people can take advantage of them, even though they may not necessarily be stepping into the heavens, so to speak, but they get it because you're bringing it into the earth, which I think is absolutely fantastic. You know, well, thank you for your encouragement, Gil. I appreciate that. I would like to read, it's very short, actually. Yeah. It's a prophetic word that the Lord released to me six years ago, last month. Uh, I wasn't even thinking about this. It, it was a time of praise and worship. I had been a part of a, a Paul Cox conference, uh, as I was actually within the past two to three weekends. I've been playing for Paul's uh, conferences here in Hawaii off and on for 10 years now, and he's a dear friend. So this was a time of praise and worship, and I don't usually receive prophetic downloads when there's a lot of sound and noise going on. This was very unique. Wow. But I knew I was receiving a download, so I sat down. I, I, I actually have it written down. It was between 7.09 and 7.18 p.m. on January 26, 2014. And... Um, it was at a, a YMC, YWCA Atherton Hall uh, over on Kaneohe, the east side of the island. And this is what the Lord gave. He said, the music you release cleanses the DNA at the subatomic level. <laughs> that is the reason God released you to record and release it into the earth. Yeah. Many will not connect with this. <laughs> but on the other hand, many will. DNA will be released into new levels even as Adam experienced right after creation as this music enters the cells. As the music goes forth into the cells, the cells will respond with joy, recognizing the vibrations as those first released from heaven. When David Vancouvering heard the sounds in heaven, you heard in his testimony that he recognized them as the periodic table of elements frequencies. Hmm. These frequencies released into your music as periodic table of elements frequencies in the audible spectrum are from heaven. Hmm. Now I have an audio testimony. It's on SoundCloud. If you look up John Tussie on soundcloud.com, mm -hmm. you'll find, I don't know if it's two and a half minutes long, David Vancouvering sharing how he recognized the sounds of the periodic table of elements frequencies in heaven when he heard an instrument being played that was playing these, 
now this the 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 instrument was playing you know the i don't know if all 103 of the frequencies were played they possibly were but this the the technology that was used to make that instrument one of a kind instrument that was playing these frequencies in nashville is the same technology that david vancouvering introduced to me in 2009. Hmm. so in other words it's in, as incredible as it sounds these these frequencies from this technology he heard them in heaven he recognized them huh. because he said i began to weep because those were the sounds i heard in heaven and uh <laughs> you know i just i you know he mentored me over a five and a half month period in person here in hawaii we spent hours together and man he had some stories to tell i'll tell you you know, he talked about, uh, was it Ron Wyatt who found, it, it really, I mean, it, it just had to be that he, it, even though it was in a case, he really truly, truly believes that the Ark of the Covenant was inside of it. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And he found some rusty looking uh, substance above it. So he scraped it into a bottle and brought it to some technicians, I believe, in Jerusalem. And they got all excited that they uh, processed it so that they could, you know, test it. And they said that the blood was still alive and that it had 24 chromosomes, not 46, 23 female and one. He believes it was the blood of Jesus. The, and the technicians were just like amazed. And they said, this is not human blood. Whose blood is this? And Ron Wyatt got very choked up when he was testifying about it. And he said, this is the blood of your Messiah. Wow. And he was the wow. man that also, he also found the Ark of the Covenant. And he found the real Mount Sinai that you can find on the internet that's burnt black on top. It's in Saudi Arabia. And all the sites that he showed, well, he was the first one apparently that found it. Others did go in. And take photographs but uh, you know the rock that was split it's still there the, the pillars around the mountain the bitter water the palm trees i mean it's, it's all there it, it's it's just amazing wow it's in saudi arabia and they found where they the israelites crossed over the red sea there is a track of land under the red sea so that when the red sea split they could walk down on on a track of land under the sea and they found, I don't know how many chariot wheels at the bottom. I mean, you know, it's just amazing. So wow. when you go to Jerusalem and, and they they tell you that Mount Sinai is in Israel, it's, it's really not. It's in Saudi Arabia. So anyway, hmm. I really went off, didn't I? <laughs> but David Vancouvering is, is the reason why I went off. He had so much to share. And when it came to frequencies, he had some amazing things to share. Well, so I, I have and, a question for you, I, and I think I would think that a lot of the uh, listeners would uh, uh, agree that this is a question. How do you find the frequency, or how did you find the frequency of the elements that you then, you know, were able to use to put into the music? Where, where well, how did you come up with that? I'll gladly answer that. I actually. Well, David Vancouvering introduced me to a technology that contains these frequencies. 
So I wasn't the one and he wasn't the one that did the mathematical calculations to find them. But I can tell you this, the man who did the calculations, uh, and this software is no longer available to the public, it's under copyright, and David Ben Covering, the first time he showed it to me, he said, don't show this to anyone. And when a man that stands in that level of authority says that to you, you abide. Right. Yeah, yeah. But the man who did these calculations brought his results to at least two physicists to have them checked for accuracy. That made me feel really good. And then David Vancouvering testifies that he heard them in heaven. Mm. And it wasn't something mm. that he made up. It's something that he really experienced because he began to weep in recognizing these tones that were being played on earth that he heard in heaven. Wow. Then I've received, I don't know how many testimonies, some of which, some of the testimonies are jaw-dropping, amazing healing testimonies. Mm. Two of them, two of the most amazing ones are on YouTube. And I had, uh, you know, I met up with one, uh, with one of the people. Uh, she's a gal from Newark, Delaware. Two years later, she's still healed. And it was during a, a time of a soaking session, and she had different. She said it was like a wall of fire behind her back, a, a zero energy floating feeling, tingling, uh, vibrating. Uh, she had, with different, as the different tracks played, she had different feelings. I was in the room, it was a soaking meeting. I didn't know what was going on <laughs> until she got home. And she recognized she was completely healed. Her back had been really bothering her. Wow. wow. And she was completely healed. And two years later, still healed. But I hope that answers your question. I got these frequencies from someone that mathematically calculated, brilliant man who mathematically calculated them using an x-ray table. I don't fully understand the whole process. But uh, long story short, after he calculated them, brought them to physicists to ensure accuracy. And, uh, and then you've got all these testimonies and David Vancouver and hearing them in heaven. And so it says in Ecclesiastes that a threefold cord is not easily broken. So, yeah, yeah. you know, I didn't know what was going to happen when we started to do meetings here in Hawaii in homes and a couple of churches. But we, we found that people were being healed migraine headaches, sciatic pain, and TMJ pain in both sides of the face. Those are three testimonies that I remember. Wow. Uh, two instances, I two instances, I believe, of migraine. Um, and sometimes you don't always hear, as you know, everything that happens. Sometimes, for whatever reason, a person doesn't share something. And so there are possibly other things that have happened that we just had not heard of yet. But I have a friend here who's very supportive of what I do. And we've done meetings, like I said, in homes and in a couple of churches. And we use something called a plasma. Well, David Vancouver and called it a plasma projector. I'm trying to find it. See if I can find it here. <laughs> well, there it is. This is what it looks like. 
It's called a lumen disc. L-U-M-I-N-L-U-M-I-N-D-I-S-K. Huh. Two separate words. Lumen disc. This is a novelty item, like a plasma ball. Okay. It takes sound in through a microphone. It converts the sound to electrical energy. It passes that electrical energy through a thin plasma chamber that's obviously vacuum sealed. And then across the top, you see these concentric dots? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, those, those are little, uh, they're painted with, uh, I don't know if it's called phosphors, different colors, pink, blue, and green, this one. Some are just all solid colors, it doesn't matter what color it is. But with a digital camera, you can see a shaft of orange, light orange energy shooting up like a like an orange curtain moving out of the top and out of the bottom in the opposite direction while the music is playing. So without any jewelry or metal on, you can place your hand on it or your fingertips or hold your hand above it. I've never demonstrated this online before. This is a first. And this, David Vancouvering believed that using one of these along with this periodic table of elements frequencies music greatly enhanced the experience with those frequencies. So these can be purchased on eBay. I, I used to buy them on Amazon. I don't know if they're making them anymore. That's the thing. Huh. But these are built basically on the same technology as a plasma ball, you know? When it's running, you see electrical spider-like flashes going across this. And if you put your finger on it, that electricity follows your finger. And uh, David Vancouvering, I believe, used a, some type of detector to uh, detect if, uh, you know, how this thing was operating and, and how effective it was in, in some respect. And he was pleased with the result. But uh, like I said, it's called a lumen disc. This is a six inch. They make them eight inch, I believe, and 12 inch too. But mm -hmm. um, when we do meetings here in Hawaii, I always bring them. And people put their hands on them. And, and you'd be surprised the different things that people experience and feel. It yeah. is amazing. Well, it's interesting. Um, you know, we had a, one of our um, immersion retreats in Tacoma. And, you know, while we were there, we were, we were experiencing, you know, we had brought in some frequency stuff to, you know, for people to use. And the people, we, what we found was that the people that had kind of um, abused their bodies, you know, extreme sports and, you know, all that kind of stuff, they had a harder time sensing and engaging with some of the frequency stuff than those who had not abused their bodies. Um, and, you know, we were talking about that and realizing, because I was one of them that I, I don't always feel some of the frequency stuff like I would like to. And, <clears throat> and when I was younger, I did, you know, a lot of sports and, and, and stuff that just were kind of brutal to the body. And so talking about with somebody, some of these other people, we, we came to the conclusion that probably the reason that we struggle to experience the frequencies and, and, and sense them as, as these others are, as the other people, 
is because in order to push our bodies beyond you know what they really should have been pushed we had to ignore the pain ignore you know a lot of the stuff that the body was saying to stop you know and we would just yeah. push through all that and ignore it and shut it down and so now we have to learn how to open that back up and to begin to you know come back into harmony with our body and to love our body which i've been doing you know much better at treating my body well and not abusing it and and yeah i'm starting to pick up on a lot of stuff now but but these other people who'd never abused their bodies like we did uh they were able to sense it a lot more so it was just interesting to see that and I, i'd be curious if you've experienced that as well or seen that with people well what i have you know uh i have never heard that before that's very interesting i would ask and next time you're in a meeting and some are experiencing it some aren't just quiz them are some of you like extreme athletes and have or for whatever reason have had to shut your body down or i would be curious i would be really curious that's really good definitely definitely um what was i going to share I have found very interesting, and I've never heard of any other music doing this except these periodic table of elements frequencies. Some people have experienced some detoxing symptoms, which is a really good thing. Yeah. It, it may not, it's not, it's not pleasant at the time it's happening. Yeah. But it's very interesting that, that frequencies can bring detox. And, uh, in the conference in Hilo, there were a number of people that experienced different things that appeared to be detox related. You know, and what I find I, interesting is, you know, with the conference coming up, Frequencies of Freedom in Sacramento is, you know, Helena, which she also runs a detox uh, um, um, yes. uh, system that and and you two have connected, but not online and not in person yet, which is interesting. Um, I will be very interested to see in this conference how the two of you kind of uh, work, you know, with one another in the detox section. But anyway, go ahead. You were, I think I yeah. didn't mean to cut you off. You know, um, I believe that those who have pumped their bodies with a lot of medicines and perhaps haven't uh, taken time to do some detoxing are probably going to be the ones that that experience this type of thing the most i would imagine that that's the case i really haven't had uh, out of all the people that have listened to this music i haven't had a lot of people share a detox testimonies with me not a whole whole lot compared to the number that have the music that have sent testimonies that have you know, express what, what they've experienced. Yeah. But detoxing is a good thing. Yeah. It really is. It's a very good thing. Absolutely. So, you know, speaking of frequencies, um, how much time do we have left, Gil? Uh, we have about 20 minutes. Okay. Yeah. There's a set of frequencies called solfeggio frequencies. Have you ever heard of them? I have heard of them, yeah. Did you know that almost everything you read about them online is false? That's what I've heard too. <laughs> okay, Del Hungerford can tell you the same thing. 
we just had dinner with her about two weeks ago, and, and that's, that is actually one of the times that I heard about it. She talked about it. She shared that very thing. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Now, I believe that they are valid frequencies. I'm not saying anything negative about the frequencies. But what I am exposing and sharing is that the body of Christ is being inundated with false information about these about these solfeggio frequencies. Even the name really doesn't apply because these six tones, which are 396, 4, 417, 528, 639, 741, and 852, they don't belong to the same scale. Hmm. So the story is that they were used in the hymn to John the Baptist. That's impossible. That those notes don't even belong to the same scale. And hmm. back then, they would never allow anything sounding ugly or disharmonious in, in church music back then. And that would have been absolutely forbidden. And, and I guess uh, my question would be, how would they know anyway? <laughs> right. From back then. Right. Yeah. So, you know, there, um, I don't want to name names, but there are two that come to my mind that have propagated this. When I hear one of them talk without naming him, he sounds like a mix of New Age and Christianity. And it's a bit almost confusing. I won't name him. Uh, I believe he's a nice man. And I won't say any more. The other one has learned from him and is propagating this to the body of Christ, false information. This other one, who I will not name, I've read his book, and it's, and it's loaded with unsubstantiated information that you just can't put your, you just can't step your foot on and call it solid ground. Yeah. You know, and if okay. I see something false that's being propagated throughout the body of Christ now and innocent people that don't know any different and many of them not doing their own research. But with but if they did, they would find website after website after website at all. Well, I, I, I can't say ad infinitum, but I mean, many, 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 many websites saying the same thing, the same thing over and over and over. So if. If every website you look at, except Dell's, she'll tell you the truth about it. If every website you look at tells you the same thing, people are going to believe it. They're going to think it's right. So even if they do their own research, <laughs> they're going to come up. But, but I have found someone that really dug into this and exposed it line upon line, line upon line in a, in a really excellent way. And you know we're not against people. Yeah, yeah. We're not we're not against people. No, but what I am against is false teaching, and misleading, with unsubstantiated, incorrect, unvalidated, unsub completely uh, unprovable information. That's what I believe needs to be exposed, because. It's wrong. I mean, it's not going to send people to hell, but you know, you don't want, <laughs> you know, you, you don't want to, when, with frequencies, you know, I've heard people in their innocence talk about the frequency of heaven. And it's almost laughable to me. How many frequencies do you think are in heaven? That, that's the thing is, 
Yeah, it's not I mean, just one. It's infinite. Yeah. In my mind, it's infinite because even though we have our instruments that can measure to such and such a degree, I I tend to believe that our God is infinite in all ways and that there's <laughs> no is. way to measure. He is. Yeah. And and you know, I believe He's given me the sound of heaven, but how many other people has He given the sound of heaven? Yeah. And yeah. It's not all the same. It's not all the same. He's and yet a big God. Exactly. So, I mean, I guess one of the things I, I would, I, I'm, I'm totally with you in the idea that we need, I, I, you know, part of my mission here on Kingdom Talks is I want to make sure that we are leaving room for the fact that any of us at any time could be wrong. And, yes. And that at the same time, we don't take just one person's um, word for it uh, because right. that gets us in lots of trouble and that's the development of cults. And, you know, yeah. in this movement of stepping into the heavens and walking in the heavens, you know, I feel like what we need to do, well, number one, don't make doctrines out of your experience, you know, exactly. because, <laughs> because that's what some people are trying to do and get all these followers to follow them because they've got the only experience that matters. I'm like, that is so prideful. And, you know, and I got to watch myself in the same thing that I don't do that, but to me, we're all about love, unity, and freedom, which allows Amen. people to have their experiences and and run with those experiences. I share my experience. If you want to try what I do, try it. If it doesn't work, great. If it does work, great. You know, just find what works for you and follow yeah. that. But the thing is, when we follow wrong information that is yes. propagated over and over and over, and it's like, yes. well, because so-and-so said it, now we got to build on that. It's like, that's like building on the old Microsoft platform, you know? <laughs> it was faulty from the beginning, and uh, mm. it took a whole lot of work for them to get things working. And I don't understand computers that much, but all I remember is working through, you know, Microsoft's uh, Windows platform through the years and all the trouble that there was, you know, back in the day. It's a hard thing to correct, but you know, we're doing the same thing when we're taking one person's ideas and building off of that rather than allowing the experiences of the whole to begin to show. It's like, oh, wait a minute. There's a lot of people having this experience, which that might indicate that this could be a truth that later we could say it looks like this is the way to go because so many experiences have lined up. Independent experiences have lined up, not just following one person and saying this is the way it is and we got to do it this way and we got to base everything off that that scares me <laughs> that's where well, it gets you know com coming back to the solfeggio mm -hmm, frequencies mm -hmm. i have personally recorded two albums with them and the first one has been a very very successful uh it has been listened to a lot in japan uh, one of the tracks i think is possibly upwards of possibly more than 500,000 listens in Japan, the healing, healing flow 444 Hertz, mm -hmm. that one. They really like that one. Uh, I, like I said, I believe they're valid frequencies. And when recorded with the, with the good intent, intent, yes. The Lord moves through that. And, yes. you know, I, you know, I wouldn't have recorded two CDs with them if, if I would have felt the least bit uncomfortable but like i said unfortunately some of this information sounds so good but there's no proof yeah and some of it is uh, some of it is just downright false yeah 
Yeah. Uh, it's really interesting, you know, how something so good uh, winds up being not so good. <laughs> hey there. Thank you for joining Kingdom Talks. We are taking a short break to share with you the life-changing online course called Ultimate Impact. Gil and Adina do an amazing job taking the complicated and making it simple and applicable for your life. Ecclesia groups are using this course to shift their thinking into the next age paradigm. Yeshua spoke of power, authority, love, and oneness that we have yet to walk in. So if you're ready to deconstruct limiting beliefs in order to step into what Father is doing now, this course is for you. Sign up today at KingdomTalksMedia.com under the Courses tab. Now, back to the show. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you know, I had a friend, I have a friend that at one point he, and I don't know if he may still very much be engaged with the 444 uh, as the key yes. of David. I mean, he came in and he would taught that a lot. And he was a, he's a great musician, love his, his music and so forth. Um, and so me not knowing any better, I asked him to just make me a pad that was 444 and just a frequency of 444 that, that I could put to some videos just for meditation. And I did that and I put it out. Um, and like you said, the intent was my heart was to create an engagement with the Father to where people could just meditate and, and engage in heaven. Um, yeah. And it's, you know, it's gone gangbusters. I mean, it's just a little video on YouTube, but, um, you know, the intent behind it was engagement with the Father. And many people have greatly appreciated it, even though, you know, I now know and understand that that, how, do, how would anybody know whether that was really the key of David? <laughs> exactly. I'm glad you said that. I'm glad you said that. Exactly, Gil. Uh, if it was, I'm all for it. Yeah. But, in t- but until we can have indisputable, irrefutable proof, then how can we say? I do believe that God reveals things. I'm yeah. all for receiving revelation from heaven. Right. Knowledge, wisdom, understanding. I mean, God, you know, I'm all for that. I, I, I'm so all for that. Um, but to teach that 444 was the key that David used to play in, uh, I can't buy it right now. Yeah. And like you said, and the revelation. Like the, yeah. The revelation, you know, if somebody gets that revelation and they want to share that. And so I'm all about sharing our experiences, just not imposing them on others. So if someone gets that revelation that the key of David is 444 and they share that as their experience and their revelation and that they're running with it, I think that's fine. But just not to impose it to say that this is the ultimate truth and that everybody else (laughs) has got to line up with it too, when there really is you know, there's no proof of it that we understand. Um, so I like that. Yeah. But I, I mean, I we really can run like with things in I faith. Yeah. We can run yeah. with things in faith. Just again, not imposing them on other people as truth, as the ultimate truth. Exactly. That's, that's so well stated. And, uh, I agree. Uh, you know, we can't, we can't, uh, place our weight on somebody else's revelation when we don't have that same revelation. Right, right. And that again is why I I love everybody sharing their experiences. 
so that others can say, I had that same experience. And maybe you find that, you know, 90% of the people had a very similar experience. And then you can start to look at that and say, wow, independent of one another, we all had this very similar experience. Then you can begin to say, this may be some new truth and revelation that Father's revealing as a whole, that this is truth for most people. And yet there's always gonna be those who kind of fit outside the box. But when we know that people, you know, you got one group of people over here who get revelation of this burning hell fire and that if we don't get straightened out, we're gonna all burn there. And then somebody over here gets a revelation that, you know, there is no hell and there is, you know, and these are their experiences that they're having. And yet each one wants to teach that the other is the ultimate. Um, you know, we gotta be real careful again about using our experiences to teach that it's a doctrine and make it solid truth. I'm one that I have my beliefs and I, I share them because they set me free. And if others, you know, you know, hear it and it resonates with them and they get set free, hallelujah. But if somebody wants to continue believing what they've believed before, that's their prerogative. We all get to choose what we want to believe in the end. <laughs> you know, a thought occurred to me. Uh, I believe that the word of God is the final uh, determining factor. Mm-hmm you know, for what, for what we believe as, as believers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and if something is contrary to the word, we already know, no matter how good it sounds, it's not right. I mean, you know, the enemy comes as an angel of light. That's clear. Yeah. You know, and he's deceived many. He eventually exposes himself and, you know, people eventually find out, uh, unless they're so blind that, you know, they, they they have gotten into a place where they just cannot see. But, you know, the word of God is the the final determination, I believe. Right. For belief, our belief system, our doctrines, so-called doctrines and dogmas and so on and so forth. Uh, and when I teach about sound frequency and vibration, which I will be teaching about in this conference, mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. start off with scripture. Yeah, yeah. I completely, the Lord enabled me to completely dismantle any possible weird thought about frequencies and vibrations. There's no possible way you can think of it like that because it started off in Genesis. Everything is a vibrating frequency. That's how God made things. So there's no way that we can, I mean, you know, just so what if, <laughs> if new age or, or whatever has, has made weird stuff, it, you know, that, that really doesn't matter. That's just, that's just uh, a, a twisting, a perverting of what God has already done. Yeah. But he yeah. made things by speaking yeah. sound waves. Can I share a, a story with you? Yeah. Now, this isn't about sound waves, but it's about matter being turned into energy. Mm-hmm. This was this was an amazing story. Uh, David Vancouvering said he was, uh, I believe he was in Cody, Wyoming, and uh, he was talking to people, and this lady was standing in line, I guess, for quite a while waiting. And she came up weeping and told him this story that she just did not understand. She said that she and one or two other people in her car, I believe one was her daughter, came to a stop sign. Uh, It sounded like towards the middle of this town, 
I believe it was in Cody, Wyoming. And a horse trailer ran the stoplight. And the horse trailer hit her car, but it was like a collision, but not a collision. A policeman was standing off to the side and saw the whole thing. She, she told David Vancouvering across her dashboard, she saw a morphing. She saw the wheels of the trailer run right through her dashboard. So there was a collision, but it wasn't collision. And the police officer said he saw a car drive through another car. It drove right through. So God changed the physical matter of that horse trailer into energy and allowed it to pass right through her car. And nobody was hurt. It was amazing. I've heard a lot of stories like that. Yeah. 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 Well, and there's a minister on the East Coast who has a dynamic ministry. Probably one. Of, he's one of the best Bible teachers I've ever heard in my life. His name's Pastor Gary Whetstone. And he has quite a testimony. When he was running out of the insane asylum that he was in, uh, just after he had gotten saved, he had, you know, the Lord told him to run. And one of the workers, I think one of the therapists that was driving towards the place, as I remember, his testimony was that hit her car drove right through him hmm. and he kept running. And eventually he came back there, but they were going to lobotomize his brain and three, and he was insane. And so somebody came in and led him to the Lord. He didn't know what he was doing. He didn't know what he was doing. But after he he confessed and, and accepted the Lord, he came back into his right mind. And that's when, it's a kind of a funny story, but he that's when he escaped. But then he did come back. And, uh, you know, he became uh, a very effective minister for the gospel. I'll just put yeah. it that way. But you said you've heard stories like that, too. Yeah, I mean, you know, being on the show here, we get uh, a lot of different stories, and 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 it's wonderful. I love I love hearing all of them because they're faith building. I know Nancy <laughs> Cohen has an, a, her personal experience of a very similar thing of a truck, and in and, and their car, you know, going through one another and not colliding. Uh-huh. Um, oh, I haven't so, heard that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's she's got her own experience in that, but yeah, you know, it's it is amazing, and again. You know, for us, you know, frequencies of freedom mean something maybe a little bit different to us than it might mean to you. And you're going to bring your portion to the conference. You know, Aline is going to bring her portion, and Dean and I will bring our portion. And I can say that for our portion, that freedom, there comes that place where, you know, you were talking about the Word of God and that it is the final, you know, say. And I, I agree with that. The only issue that we run into at times is, you know, you and I and everybody else on the planet are going to interpret the scriptures a little bit differently than one another. And so whose truth or whose interpretation is the correct one? And so that's why our second plumb line, you know, we've got three plumb lines. We don't do doctrines. We got three plumb lines and it's just the cross of Christ and love, honor and respect. And that second one is the one where, you know, we love, honor, and respect those who are on the similar journey, believing that Yeshua is the only way to the Father and eternal life. And I think that is so important because, uh, you know, I used to believe, and this is just my personal experience, but I used to believe in an eternal hell fire. And then as I, you know, continued to study scripture, I came to an annihilation point of view 
where I believed in annihilation, that there was not an eternal hellfire, but there was an annihilation. And now I'm over, you know, and, and with continued revelation and study of the same scriptures, you know, the same scriptures and just realizing how oh, these can be interpreted a little bit differently. And if you start interpreting them this way, they line up with this view of God versus this view of God. And now I'm in the camp of restoration of all things. And, you know, but that's me. And I am free to allow other people to believe how they want to believe. I share what I have experienced in my belief system just because it has set me free and it's brought me to where I'm at. And if people are interested in, you know, what I have and what I walk in, I'm happy to share it with them and they're more than welcome to walk with me. If they don't like it, they're more than welcome to walk another direction and find somebody that matches them. And it's all the love of God that we allow one another the freedom to walk in what we are convicted of. And yes. You know, Gil, um, I appreciate your heart in um, not imposing and, and um, freedom. Uh, you know, that's my heart to, uh, in my relationships with people, mm -hmm. to endeavor not to make people feel like they're being imposed on. Because I know what that feels like, and it, it doesn't feel good. It makes me feel like I want to back away, right? Yes. And yeah. um, giving people freedom is such an invitation to um, beautiful fellowship. Yeah, you know, just you know, just beautiful fellowship. But I was wondering while we're talking, I would like to play in the background something from my new CD. Okay, we got just a couple minutes. Uh, actually, we're at the hour mark. But go ahead and, and play it. Are and, we really? Yeah, okay. yeah. But um, play it, and we'll listen for a minute. You can say a few things, and then while it's playing, I'll do my wrap up, and we'll close out this section. But we will continue on into the. Um, behind the scenes. So is it playing now? It is. Can you hear it on your end? Not very well. Um, can you share your screen? If, uh, if you can, words, can I, if you can uh, share actually, your screen, I'm actually using my phone. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, we can hear it a little bit now. Can't hear anything now, though. Okay, that's okay. That's all right. Perhaps it's going to come through after you uh, listen back. The other thing, too, is you could maybe mail that to me, and I might be able to edit that part in. I could put it in the background, potentially. That's an idea right there. Okay. Potentially. All right. Well, I'll go ahead and wrap this section up, and then uh, we'll go back into talking uh, behind the scenes and... Maybe that's what we'll do is we'll play this part behind the scenes and uh, we'll because I, I got another way I might be able to show you that might work where we can get it right now. So anyway, I just want to thank you, all of our listeners. Bless you guys. Um, John, thank you for being on here again. Always a pleasure to have you joining us. And I just want to uh, encourage everyone, uh, if you like what we're doing and you want to engage with us, uh, go to our website. It's right up here, kingdomtalksmedia.com. 
and uh, there's a lot of great things on there. You saw the website earlier, some big easy buttons to click to get through to things. You can uh, become a partner with us and help us continue to get this message out to more and more people. It's, if it's valuable to you, we ask that you partner with us and help us uh, share these messages with the world. And we do want to get to a place where we have the ability to actually market to the millions of Christians who would love this stuff if they only knew it was out there. <laughs> so thank you to all of you who are partnering with us and thank you to our listeners. Bless you all. We'll talk to you next time. Thank you for taking time out to listen to Kingdom Talks. You can find out more about Kingdom Talks Media and our mission to unite in faith and grow as mature sons at kingdomtalksmedia.com. Please continue to like, subscribe, and share with your friends. You can find us on Facebook, YouTube, Spreaker, Spotify, iTunes, Fringe Radio Network, and many more places. Go to our website to find links to all of our media outlets, as well as fantastic online courses and conferences, including the life-changing interactive course, Ultimate Impact. And last but not least, we ask that you consider partnering with us to fulfill the mission to get these messages to the world. To become a partner, go to the Partnership tab on our website. Thank you, and until next time, live a blessed life and keep carrying us in your heart and sharing us wherever hearts are open.